0: Hey, how are you all? It's been a while. I know, I've been away. What have I been doing? I'm sure you're all asking. Well, lots of stuff. Um, the website is coming along. I'm helping uh, Bego, my uh, designer. He's done some exceptional work on the design and I'm really excited to open the website and it shouldn't be too long. What else have I been doing? You, If you're following me on um, Instagram, you may have noticed I'm doing more videos. In fact, one video every day uh, as part of... No, more than that, in fact. A few videos each day as part of my story. So I'm doing a, putting a lot of work into that. So there are lots of things to be done when you're running a business. And I've given myself too much to do. I always do this. Um, but... It has to be done. It has to be done, you know, you can't stand still in life. You've got to keep yourself busy. So I've been uh, a busy bee. That's a English phrase you may have heard. Being busy as a bee. Why is that phrase, or why has that phrase been created? Are bees busy? Yes, I think they are. Um, you know, in the hive, they're working with the queen. The queen is the boss. She's ordering people around saying, you know, pass me that wax make, the bees make wax? Bees make the wax, right? And that makes honey. And I, I love bees because I love honey. Can't have my tea without honey. I should do, really. It's probably not great for you, but it's better than sugar. I do have too much sugar. But anyway, I'm getting off point. I've just checked the facts. And uh, bees store the honey in a honeycomb cell and still the top with wax so they do have the wax um, but honey's not made for wax that was a ridiculous thing to say Um, there's not a lot that I know um, in terms of bees I do like them but um, let's have a look yeah bees get the the nectar from a flower Uh, they store it in their stomachs and then when they're back at the hive, they convert this nectar into honey. If you want to know a little bit of education here for you on how honey is made, um, the bees convert the nectar into honey by taking a drop into their stomachs where enzymes turn the nectar into watery honey. And then the bees fan the watery honey with their wings until it becomes thick and golden and ready to eat, where I can put it in my chai tea and uh, enjoy that Now, I have too much tea but I am English I'm British, British love tea hardly ever have a coffee although I did have one today when I was at the barbers getting my hair cut anyway moving on good news for those of you who think my uh, podcast is too long um This is going to be a lot shorter today because I've got no interview. Um, I thought I'd just get one out there because it's been so long since the World Cup won. When was the World Cup? That was ages ago, right? Did you enjoy the World Cup? What was your favourite moment? Uh, My favourite moment was... Well, obviously England did really well. Got to the semi-final. Um, I think my favourite moment was the penalty shootout with Colombia. And we actually won a penalty shootout, England, for the first time ever. Incredible. And I was watching that with my ex-girlfriend, who is Colombian, Anna. And, yeah, around her house, her kid was there. And we had a good time and it was, well, I had more of a good time or an enjoyable experience because we won. She was naffed off. Do you know that word naffed off it's, uh, it's a bit of a slang term so if someone's annoyed they're naffed off but they were dirty the Colombians I remember that much so the, the good will out the good team the best team won that one uh, and we got to the semi so that was really good stuff what was your favourite bit depends I guess where you're from in the world if you're French I can guess your favourite moment when you lifted the cup Deservedly as well So well done I want your opinion Because I've done a couple of interviews so far With Erfuk and um, Elisandra Or Lizzie as I like to call her Do you want More interviews? Do you like the interviews? Um, Do you want the podcast to be shorter? Uh, Because if I have interviews They will be longer I actually have interviewed a few friends in Brazil and I could put them on. They're not about English, they're not about learning English, but they are in English, which gives you the opportunity to listen to different accents. have got my friend Robert, another Robert, um, who is Mancunian and he lives in uh, Brazil. Uh, and we de- well. We're great friends And I I I miss him And I miss his girlfriend uh, Juliana So yeah Hopefully They're going to come back For Christmas They're going to be here For Christmas So I'll see them Then My plan is actually To head to Portugal In October Uh, But I may come back For Christmas I mean I I probably will Because I'd like to be able To see them I won't be returning To Brazil until Next year On my South American uh, Travels going to go to Colombia and some other places as well so let me know your feelings on having those interviews on there you can contact me at the email address robwin at learnbreezy.com or on Facebook just look for Rob Wynn or the Learn Breezy English page or on Instagram as well, we have a Whatsapp group I can put these links in the blurb, in the podcast blurb along with the answers to the quiz and everything like that now what is the quiz today? I hear you ask well, I'm going to be looking at um, the extremely important verb do and the past simple did because I am currently another thing that's kept me busy is a book that I'm writing which will be a free ebook called Seven Common Grammar Mistakes and How to Fix Them. And one of the mistakes is when people always, they're talking about the past, they use the past tense, the past simple words. But this isn't always the case. When you use did, and you're asking a question or you're answering a question, any verb that follows it, like directly follows it, if it's a new sentence, it might change. Would will be in the present, simple tense. So I'm going to do a quiz on that um, to see how your knowledge of those those verbs. So do, um, does, and did. That's coming up. There's a couple of pictures that I've posted to uh, my Facebook page and uh, on Instagram as well, on Thursday, the 23rd of August, and another one on Friday. So I'm going to talk about a few of those. Um, The first one is a a tough cookie. This is a phrase to describe someone who is a tough person. Um, They're strong, they're focused, and they can take anything. So someone who is... an example would be... A grandmother raised six kids on her own, or just a person that raises kids on their own. My mum did that, so she's a tough cookie. Um, uh, so you can use that for someone in your own life who is brave and strong and uh, can handle pressurized situations. So they're tough. They're a tough cookie. And the other picture is a phrase which we use is "keep up." So we use keep up. When you keep up with something, you are following it and you're close. So this can be physically keeping up with someone. um, Like a racing driver, it gives an example. Schumacher tried to keep up with Alonso, but he couldn't. So that's physically keeping up in a car. But you might use it, and I might use it, with languages. So when you hear a native English person speak, they may speak quite fast and then it's difficult for you to keep up with them this is a massive problem for myself when listening to Portuguese Uh, Brazilians speak really fast and you know it's difficult to follow them, to keep up with them sometimes I make the mistake of switching off and then I think this uh, is something a lot of people have when they're learning a language when they're trying to learn a language when they hear it, they follow a bit, they get a few words but a lot of it just goes over their head it's another phrase coming out with phrases all over the place here if something goes over your head it means you're not following it at all so rather than that actually go into your head which is what you need, go into your brain where you can understand it it goes all the way over Way over round the sides misses your brain completely. Um, so that is what's it, that's what it's like for me sometimes when I'm trying to follow Portuguese. Make sure you uh, do check out and do follow me if you're not already on Facebook, on Instagram. Learn breezy English. I don't even know if I changed it within the last podcast, but I have changed. Those to learn breezy English, because people now know English is what I'm teaching. Um, even though the site Learn Breezy would, well, the plan was to have it for any language. Unfortunately, now Bigo tells me that we're working with Wix, um, and they can only have one chat room. So that's going to be English, clearly. But long term gonna have to move it to another host where you can have more than one chat room Have you checked out that website that I use for phrases phrases.org.uk I'll put a link um, in the in the podcast blurb I've got a few more phrases for you um, I found one that's quite amusing tits up. When something goes tits up Or a person goes tits up What does that mean? Well it means inoperative Or broken And it's also used to mean Fallen over On one's back So if you've fell over You've gone tits up literally Because tits is a slang term for breasts um, And it's uh, It's actually a 20th century phrase Probably of military origin It says here There's certainly no mention of it in print prior to World War II and it's been suggested that the term derives from the behaviour of aeroplanes altitude indicators, which turn upside down when faulty and display an inverted W, which resembles a pair of breasts. There's no real evidence to support this speculation and it seems more likely that the phrase is just a vulgar alternative to the earlier Belly up, which has the same meaning. And belly up is an allusion to fish which float that way when dead in the water. Talking of fish, I thought of another one the other day. Um, Plenty of fish, plenty more fish in the sea. Do you know that phrase? This is when, say, your boyfriend or girlfriend ends it with you and you're heartbroken. You can say to that person, it could be a friend, listen, don't worry about it, there's plenty more fish in the sea. Which is true, there's loads of fish in the sea, and there's loads of people in the world. So if you want to have a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, and uh, you break up with one, don't worry about it, plenty more fish in the sea. So let's get to that test then On the verb do Now there's three answers Could be do Could be did Could be does So Question one Blank You like fish Blank This is number two Blank There's always blank at the beginning Okay So it starts a sentence Blank She come to work yesterday Three Blank. She usually come to work on time. Four. Blank. The shops usually close at six in your town. Five. Blank. You see this film a year ago. Six. Blank. Helen say she was sorry. Seven. Blank. We need the receipt now. These are all questions, by the way. I'm going up a little bit at the end there. Um, Eight. Blank, they leave without saying goodbye last night. Nine. Blank, the shop closed earlier last weekend. Ten. Blank, they like the fish you prepared for them. That's it, just ten questions. Uh, I'll put a little link to the page as well, where where I got it from, because they've got loads of other tests, if you want to test yourself. So that's it. It's a short one this week um, because I haven't got an interview and I want to give you the chance to listen to it and not be afraid of the length. Um, let's see. Let's see the the viewing figures on this one that's a bit shorter. And if I get more figures, that's great. And uh, I'll make sure the rest are shorter. But do tell me. Let me know if you prefer it shorter. Let me know if you want more interviews, if you want the interviews of the people I spoke to in Brazil. And do follow me, please. Do subscribe to YouTube. Because again, that is pretty... N- that's naff. My followers on there. Uh, about 60 I've got on there. Um, I've got a WhatsApp group now as well. Not sure if that was open last uh, podcast. But I've got that as well. This is really only for people that want to interact. Because we've got over 100 people on the on there. And I think maybe 10 people actually post on it. So I don't know what the other people are doing. I don't even know if they look at them. And to be honest, if you are in the group, you're not adding, you're not uh, conversing in there, you're not adding pictures, you know, posts, posting stuff about English, or have questions, you know, leave. Leave, you know, just because we we want to get a few more in there. I think there is a limit in WhatsApp groups, so we just want to get people in there that are into just posting stuff and... Because again, learn breezy. It's all about connecting with each other, teachers, learners, sharing what they've, what they know, what they've discovered, questions and answers. So, if you're in the group and you're not doing that, get out. Because um, I don't want to chuck them out, but I might have to do that as well. Let's see. Let's see if I get more. I mean, it's fine them being in there. They might interact at some point, but um, anyway, I've got the WhatsApp group. Uh, you can join that if you want, I'll put a link on the podcast. Um and you've got the Instagram as well, I may have already said that. The email group too, I haven't been doing many emails but again simply it's time. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna get a friend to help me out with those. But anyway, that's it. I hope you're well and I'll try to get another podcast out, you know, in a week or two. Let's see how it goes. I'm focus focusing on the website at the moment. And hopefully that will be live soon. So take care yourselves. Bye bye.